Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. It's Nick Bradley here, and welcome to 15 Minutes to Action for this week on the Scale Up Your Business podcast. Now, this week, we are going to go to the Scale Up Your Business community on Facebook, and we are going to answer a question that has been coming up in different forms over the last few months. In fact, it's probably been it's probably been coming up since I started doing the podcast. It's a very, very popular topic. And that is whether you should be thinking of raising external investment to grow and scale your business or whether you should bootstrap it. Now, I'm going to go into the definitions and then I'm going to go into some questions that I think you need to consider as a founder so that you can make the best choice for you, your circumstance, and what you're trying to achieve. So let's just get into this a bit. So fundraising is relatively straightforward. I hope that anyone listening to Scale Up Your Business would understand what that is. But quick definition, it's effectively going out into the the market, the world of investors, and you're raising capital to bring into your business, to resource the growth, the scale up, whatever you're trying to achieve. Now, when you go and do that, you can raise funds from different means. And I've gone through a whole topic of this. It was actually one of my earlier podcast episodes. But you're effectively giving up either equity for that money, or you can raise debt. But again, you've got to pay that debt back. And quite often, there's interest rates to that. So you're effectively bringing money from external sources in. But there is obviously a counteract to that decision. Now, bootstrapping, on the other hand, is you still want to grow and scale your business, but you are investing your own capital. Or if you've got a founding team, it could be all of you putting in a certain amount of capital. Or it could be that you are investing the profits of the business, whatever you're making, whatever cash you're making from that business, you are investing it back into the business and that investment is driving your growth ambition. Now, quite often with that latter point, you hear people who start businesses and they don't take any cash out. And the first few years of that startup can be quite painful because they're not really paying themselves, they're paying everyone else. Everyone else is helping them grow. But the founders, if you like, the people who kind of start businesses like they they get the benefit of that decision later on because obviously there's a point where the business becomes successful, you know, if you're lucky, if everything works well, and then it makes more money. And then obviously you can take a dividend out, you can pay yourself and you're building wealth through that whole entity. So this question specifically about whether you should fundraise or bootstrap, you often think, oh, that's a startup question. And yeah, it can be right. Particularly, you know, some businesses need lots of capital to get off the ground, particularly technology businesses. And we'll get into that. But you can still raise funds or, you know, you can still think about investment in different points all the way through the startup and scale up journey. So this question is something that you'll have to consider all the way through. And as businesses have different cycles of growth, then there's going to be needs for capital at different stages all the way through. So it's not just the domain of startup, so to speak. 
So I've been involved personally in different levels of investment all through my career. And I've had some positive lessons of, of going out there and raising money. I've had some challenging ones. Probably the most challenging one was when I was going to be buying into a business and we were doing a combination of seller financing. In other words, I was um, buying the business but paying the sellers back over a period of time. But I was also raising additional funds to scale that. And I actually went to private equity to help get some backing. And the reason I say that was a challenging time is because at that point, I didn't quite realize exactly what I was giving up because I know that I needed the capital to invest. And because there was a number of different players involved in that fundraise, they weren't all aligned. And one of the big lessons for me, it's quite a while ago now that I did this, one of the big lessons for me is you've got to make sure that you have alignment of whoever you're bringing in. It could be a partner that you're working with, but particularly when you bring in external funding, you're going to have more complexities, you're going to have more people wanting different things. So that alignment is one of the key pieces that will drive your success or your potential success. Alrighty, so let's get into it. I'm going to go short and sharp into the five things that you absolutely have to consider. These are not like a fully what I call exhaustive list. You, there are other things to consider as well, but these are the things that certainly jump to mind with that question. Should you bootstrap or should you raise external funding? So the first one is, you know, as a founder or a founding team, do you really need to go after external investment? That's the first thing you've got to think about. Do you really need to? In this sort of world of romanticizing startups and all that, a lot of people go, oh, I've got to go raise money, I've got to raise money. I reckon I get six requests, <laughs> very precise, number six. It's about six requests a day of people asking for investment in their business. And I, the reason I say six is I actually did a, a count up of that a few months ago and it was that was the average, right? So that's how many people are asking for money. It's happening all the time. But you've got to ask yourself, really, do you, what, do you, what do you need this investment for? What are you going to use this money for? And for me, honestly, this is my, my suggestion to you. Do you actually need external investment or do you really need to get better at understanding financial management, particularly cash flow? So as I said, external funding can bring in more complexity, uh, more competing priorities. It can also equal less freedom. So it can actually become more of a distraction versus an enabler. And I've been involved in many situations where I've had to go in there when things have fallen down between founders, founding teams and investors, and I've had to go in there and fix up the mess. So just have a think about that because it's one of the considerations that a lot of people don't think about when they think about that external fundraise. Now, bootstrapping might take longer to get to the end game. It may feel a more, let's say you might be risk averse and therefore doing it that way feels like a safer, more secure option. And it could be a more enjoyable ride. However, you've just got to think about it in terms of what you're trying to do. Some businesses, as I said, just need that investment just to get that, that ignition. So the second point I want to make is, is your business in a fast growth market or is your product, your solution predominantly technology-based? Now, if the answer to either of those is yes, then my advice is that you really do have to go out there and consider external funding. So fast growth markets, they often require more marketing activity in order to maintain 
and sort of capitalize on the speed of growth. So you don't want to be left behind. If the market's growing quickly, you, there's a land grab going on, right? And it can be often very competitive. That land grab can be for customers, suppliers. It can be for market position, all that sort of stuff. And in this scenario, you know, when, it's, when everything's moving quickly, bootstrapping can be a high-risk strategy, because you just don't have the resources available to keep up with what everything else is is happening and, and how the market is, is evolving and developing. That same point is true in my experience for technology businesses because the upfront costs sometimes to get a product to market, to, to literally be in the game, needs significant funding and bootstrapping alone is simply just not going to cut that. Okay, so the third consideration before you jump into investment is you've got to look at your business strategy, really get deep and intentional on your business strategy and align with this. Do you have the right network around you to make that strategy work? So quite often, again, from my experiences, founders think that money is the only answer when what they really need is a better plan and better execution. And furthermore, investment can amplify a great strategy, but it can actually suffocate a poor one. So it's really important to ensure that, you know, as a founder, you have the foundations in place before fundraising. So what does that look like? Well, firstly, great vision. Be clear on where you're going. Be clear on the starting point now. Understand the purpose, the why behind what you're creating. And then the strategy are the choices. Now, in the very beginning of a business, the, the startup phase, you may not know exactly what the path to that vision is going to be. You have an intention, but you may not have the, the specifics. But the first moves, your next move in terms of the strategy, or your next two or three moves is going to be critical. And that's what you need to get clear on first before you go out there and, and even just pitch for money, in my opinion. Because it's terrible to go out there and pitch a strategy get some funding, then realize you have to change it. That's just going to accelerate complexity. It can also lead to issues between yourself and the investors because they think they're investing in one thing and then obviously the plan changes. Alrighty. So the next one is, are you clear as a founder? Are you clear on your exit? Now you must say, oh, but Nick, I'm not, I don't want to sell my business. I just want to create a cash flow business. Well, if you're doing that, don't go and raise investment, right? Because first and foremost, an investor is wanting to see a return. Now, not always is that return happening at what we call a capital event at an exit, but quite often it is. So, so firstly, if you don't ever want to sell your business, you just want to keep it going along, it's going to be a lifestyle business, it's going to generate cash flow for you then you probably shouldn't be looking too much at external funding. You should be trying to bootstrap it. You have more control that way and any upside is yours. You're not sharing it. But if you want to sell your business, what a lot of founders want to do, they want to create something, they want to change the world, they want to generate their own wealth, right? And then they do that by selling the business, right? That, that, as I said, that liquidity event, then you need to be clear right from the outset, very early on in your in your startup to scale up phase about what the exit plan is. Now, this question stumps a lot of founders because they think, oh, it's a long way off. You know, I'm I'm you know, it's five years before I'm thinking about selling it. Well, my opinion is it's absolutely crucial to have at least an idea of what the business will become. Uh, who will find the business attractive when it's working like a machine and ultimately what selling the business will unlock for you, the founder. That's freedom, that's wealth, that's impact, it's those things. Now, most entrepreneurs, as I said, start a business because they want to create that wealth to change the world. Sometimes it's both of these things. 
But the key thing is having an understanding of what that ideal exit looks like and how it contributes to what you're trying to achieve and therefore what level of funding is required, if any, in order to make that a reality. Okay, now that's a really important one. You know, the fourth one I've mentioned here, I want to underline it a bit. Have a think about the end game and work back from that. One of my coaches has said to me, and I've mentioned it previously, that a goal is something that you come from. It's not something that you work towards. So you have to have a good understanding, at least that, that again, that vision of what that exit could be for you in the business. Okay, and the last one is how comfortable are you as the founder or the founding team with governance and control? Ah, boring, Nick. Yeah, governance, ugh. right? <laughs> So, yeah, I'm mucking around. It's early. It's early in the morning as I record this. Um, listen, at the end of the day, when you start to bring some structure into your business through scale up, and part of that is, as I said, going out there and raising, then there's going to be the understanding that there is a certain level of governance over your business from the investors to make sure that you don't go mad and spend the money on Lamborghinis and Ferraris, right? Now, if you have a huge let's say your highest value is freedom and you don't want to be contained. It might be the fact that you used to work in the corporate rat race and you've started a business to have more freedom, more choice, more control. Then bringing in an external investor can compromise that somewhat because you are giving up some of that control just by bringing them in. Now, my view on this is there are always trade-offs in business, right? Revenue versus profit, which do I go for? People versus process, which comes first? Pace versus precision, what's more important? So when it comes to external investment versus bootstrapping, this trade-off can sometimes be, and I've said it a few times, it can be freedom for equity, it can be cash for additional working capital, it can be time, as in pace, for getting to where you want to be faster and or slower. So think about all those different considerations when you're going into this. Now, many founders find that having that extra layer of governance over their decision-making can be incredibly painful. So the key lesson here is think through what is really important to you before you jump into anything. A little bit of reflection in advance will enormously help in terms of navigating any potential pitfalls in the future. Okay, so there we go. Five thoughts from me about whether you should be considering fundraising or bootstrapping. Could be a startup, could be in scale up. It doesn't really matter. We're talking about the decision that you have to make. And I'll finish by saying that, listen, it's never really a straightforward answer. There are pros and cons of each, and it really depends on the business that you are creating, the market you are in, the wider economic environment at the time of you making this decision and your own personal vision and attitude to risk, you know, and what you're prepared to, to do in terms of that creation, that thing that you want the business to be and become. So hopefully that helps. I think it answers the question in a reasonably comprehensive way. But as I said, there are many other considerations with this too. So this will hopefully get you on the starting line um, in terms of making a decision if you are at that stage in your business. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now. And there you have it, another episode of Scale Up Your Business. Thank you very much for listening. And if you haven't yet, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help the show become even better. And while you're there, make sure you hit that subscribe button to help you on your scale up journey. 
Now, perhaps you're thinking of growing and scaling your business. Perhaps now is the time. If that's you, then please check out suyb.global. That's where we have all of our programs, including the Growth Accelerator Partnership, the Maximize Value Partnership, all of our services, and of course, coaching and mentoring. Once again, be grateful, be brave, have faith, and show up. Until next time.